Welcome to The Catch-Up with me, Amanda. And me, Christina. We've been friends for the last 15 years, so have plenty to talk about. That's right. Join us as we chat about food, skincare, travel and current affairs. So let's begin our catch-up. Hello, Amanda. <laughs> Hello, Chrissy. That sounds very sly. <laughs> Slightly. Well, if people listen to the previous episode, you ask a bunch of questions about me. So I think it's time to turn the table around for our listeners to get to know you a bit more. It's like it's like payback. But then again, I didn't do anything disastrous for you. So I hope you're kind. <laughs> I am always kind. Good, good. Okay. All right, then I'll relax. Are you ready for your half hour interrogation? <laughs> okay, interrogation is like slightly worse than interview, but sure. All right, let's, let's go for it and see how I fare. You know, in police dramas when they have the long beep. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, now I'm yeah, interviewing Amanda. The time is. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm that's joking. true. I'm that's true. <laughs> exactly. No, well, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Cool. When we did my interview, we spoke a little bit about my childhood growing up in Hong Kong. I'm actually really curious to know what your childhood was like growing up in Brisbane, Australia. I imagine it would be quite different. So why don't we start with that? Mm, different, yes, to Hong Kong, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, I mean, I think Sydney compared to Hong Kong is a lot quieter. And then if you take another step down, Brisbane's mm. even quieter than Sydney. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So like for those non-Aussie listeners, Brisbane's like the third largest um, city in Australia and in mm-hmm. Queensland. And yeah, no, I mean, I was born there and it was nice and hot and humid most of the time, which a lot of people hate as well. But, you know, because of our location with Brisbane is you get a lot of that sort of tropical kind of weather. Mm, yeah. So I always make the joke, that, you know, and it's true, actually, all the good tropical fruits come from Queensland. Bananas. Like, <laughs> bananas, exactly. And people call us the banana benders, but we don't oh, really? really bend bananas, by the way. <laughs> That wasn't my day job. Um, Yeah, and then like, you know, pineapples and mangoes, which probably explains a lot why I love those fruits now, to be honest. Yeah, it was quite a carefree sort of um, childhood. You know, I didn't really notice the size of Brisbane, to be honest, because, you know, if you're born there, you don't know any different. Yeah. Yeah, you got nothing to compare to. But Mm. that means every time when we went away on holiday and like, because like my parents are from Hong Kong, Mm -hmm. you know, we'd go back there and visit. It was like, as you said, oh, my gosh. Totally different. Ah, I have an interesting questions for you because I've known people who were born in Australia and parents were from Hong Kong. So when they go to Hong Kong, they liken it to, oh, it's a really big Chinatown. Where <laughs> growing up from Hong Kong for me, it's like, no, it's interesting to have a Chinatown. <laughs> Does that make yeah, because I was going to say, but the Chinatown, especially the Brisbane one, is not very well developed. And ah, okay. do you know what I say? Chinatown is more kind of westernized it's more catering for that okay yeah Mm -hmm. don't you think it feels a bit more touristy I guess okay so you didn't think Hong Kong was a like no Chinatown on steroid I have to say I never (laughs) not steroids but I've never it's never crossed my mind that I've gone oh yeah this is just like Chinatown no it's it's like way more than that so much cool there's so many more things to do and actually um if you ever go do go to Brizzy Chrissy like you know maybe if you want to come visit if I'm ever there again actually You've been, did you say? I've yeah, oh, wow. times, yeah. I've even really? went to, oh, is it Dreamworld? Like yeah, yeah. theme parks? I've been to yeah. some of those theme parks. Okay, well, yeah. let me just clarify that point. That's on the Gold Coast, oh, not oh, Brisbane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been to Brisbane and we have travelled oh, okay. to theme parks. 
Okay. Oh, fine. Great. You have definitely been to Brisbane yeah. then. But I was going to say, where <laughs> there's this place called Sunnybank in Brisbane. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, you know it already. It's great. <laughs> Basically, that's our Chinatown, really. That's where oh. all the good Chinese and Asian food okay, is. Right. You don't actually go to Chinatown to go eat Chinese or Asian yep. food. Yeah, so that's your yeah. hangout. Okay. Yeah. I know you also grew up as the youngest in the family. You know, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> with, with two other elder siblings. So what was that like? Did you feel like it, at any point like overprotected by your bigger siblings? Because there's a bit of an age gap between all of you or did they break all the rules already so you were quite <laughs> relaxed and had all the freedoms yeah no you're right there is a bit of an age gap there's like eight years between me and my brother six years between me and my sister mm. and growing up I think the main thing I noticed was um I because of that we we didn't really fight much like me and them probably mm. they fought more because their age gap is closer right, being yeah. two years but that also meant a lot of the time I would play by myself. Oh, really? <laughs> Which sounds sad, I know, because, like, it's not that I didn't have friends at school, but what I mean is, you know, if you're just hanging out at home and perhaps you're not meeting up with people or whatever. Um, yeah, because we they were older by then. Like, I remember this one time that they were making milkshakes. I think that's what they told me, and it was oh. with one of those play milkshake machines. And then for some reason they decided to be mean to me and locked me out of um, my brother's room, and they were like, <gasps> we're making milkshakes in here and you can't come in. Um, and I was—I remember getting really upset and crying because I'm like, I want a milkshake too. And, oh, no. But that's the only probably the worst memory I really have. <laughs> so. Okay, so missing out on a milkshake is the worst memory you have. That's not yeah. too bad then. Yeah. And, I mean, the only like, don't get me wrong, it's not like they ignored me. It's just that, again, sometimes because they kind of moved on, they're older, they hang out with their friends. Yeah. Oh, no, I want to play like a board game or something. Yeah, you know, their attention for me to, you know, to me to do that was only probably through one game. But if I'd want to play again, I usually end up playing by myself. So, Oh, okay. But do you think that relationship or dynamic changed as you got older? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because main reason being is when I moved down to Sydney to join my sister, mm. not, not for that reason, but as in she was already there mm. and I lived with her because it just made sense. And obviously we're older then because that was like um, when I moved down for university she became more like a second mum. Oh. That's how I felt. And so she'd rat out on me every time I'd be late out at night. So, you know, like when we'd meet up to go for drinks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she'd be like, mum's called again. She wants to know what time you're going to get home. And I told her you weren't coming home. And I'm like, that's oh. not even true. <laughs> like, you know? And she says, you better call her back or you're going to get into real big trouble. I'm like, only because you told her that you're meant to be like my sister and like protect each other's secrets <laughs> and stuff. So yeah, she was probably on your mum's order. So <laughs> she she might have been playing both sides. Well, she was the good child amongst the three of us. Oh, to be fair, right. okay, yeah, yeah. So you did mention you moved to Sydney for university. Do you remember what the reason was? Like, did you think about staying in Brisbane to continue your education? Oh no, I mean it was probably just a case of you know I finished high school and then. You know, I guess like most of us, we don't really know what we want to do completely. Mm-hmm. Like we we have an idea and we have a passion. Um, but I just remember getting this offer to go to uni- uh, University of New South Wales, I was going to say UNSW, um, which it was to do bioinformatics. And mm-hmm. it was this new course and there was, you know, only so many places and it kind of covered a few sort of math and science and genetics things. And I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. And like I said, at that time I was kind of like, I don't wholly know what I want to do yet. So, yeah, yeah I just said to my parents, you know what, change of scenery, move away out of home. My sister's already down in Sydney and actually so is my brother. 
And, you know, I've been um, offered this place in this unique course. So kind of all those things just added up and off I went. Oh, right. Okay. So your siblings were already down in Sydney and you obviously joined them. So what was that lifestyle like in Sydney compared to Brisbane? It was like a step up. Step <laughs> it was up. like going into adulthood, like going, oh, wow, check out all these bars. <laughs> there's a nightlife. Brisbane has bars and nightlife. Yeah, I know. That's true. I'm being unfair. <laughs> but, you know, but by the time, you know, I'm old enough to be allowed out by right. myself, I never got to actually experience it. So, yeah, but Sydney's just a bigger place, generally mm. speaking. You know, more people. There is going to be more things going on. So, uh, yeah, I just remember having a really good time in my 20s, like, as I said, hitting up the bars and then meeting up with you guys. And mm. it's the university day, so it's yeah, even though yeah, it's pretty carefree, you know, compared to working life. Yeah. Yeah, moving on to work. You mentioned you just mentioned you studied bioinformatics, but I know you actually then went on to study veterinary science. So what was all yeah. that then? What made you decide to yeah. become a vet? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> I know a bit of a departure because I went from engineering to veterinary science, but I've always loved animals. I've always grown up with pets, like, yeah, always since I was a, a baby. And, and I think a lot of that comes from because my mum likes animals as well. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, being around them and it just kind of like was, you know what, maybe this bioinformatics course, I couldn't see necessary career in it after. Like, right. it, I mean, again, it could have given a chance. But then I was like, you know what, I really love animals and I really want to do something there. And I like, you know, medicine, science. So, it kind of just uh, clicked, one plus one equals two, and I thought um, I'm going to try and apply and get into veterinary science. And, yeah, and so then I transferred over because I went from UNSW over to University of Sydney, yeah. and then I got called a trader after that forevermore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's actually the same argument within my family. <laughs> oh, really? Wait, because which university do you go to? I went to UNSW, but my oh. sister did medicine at Sydney University. Uh, yeah. So you've always loved animal, which is great. And then you sort of found your calling then. Yeah, I mean, it, I loved it. You know, it was five years uh, more of my life, you know, studying. Mm -hmm. But it, it was worth it. it. There wasn't a moment in time that I thought, oh, I'm going to quit this. Because, yeah, it was really intense and it was a lot of hard work. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, but, you know, I, yeah, then went on and obviously graduated, thankfully. <laughs> so, yay, yay exactly. Uh, and, yeah, and then stayed in Sydney uh, and worked as a vet there for a couple of years. Um, and then, well, obviously, as you know, I've ended up yeah. in, in London. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. We'd like to hear more about that in a moment. But back to the vets. I'm always curious. When you, you know, were treating pets and all that working as a vet, did you ever meet any famous pets? Yes. And I'm glad you phrased it as did I meet famous pets as opposed to famous people because – all the famous pets I met were never accompanied by their famous owners. Oh. <laughs> they <laughs> always had their entourage. They're too famous yeah. to do the work. We, yeah, pretty much. Like for me anyway, they were like, I was always expecting to see them, you know, being accompanied, but I was like, oh, no, it, they, the famous pets were always brought in by like um, the chef or the chauffeur the chef. or the security yeah. guard. Yeah, I know. It's so random, right? They obviously had more than one role in that household. So. Oh. Yeah, but um, probably the most famous pets I met, uh, I mean, I can give you their names and then their surnames and you can guess who they are. Okay, yes, go for it. <laughs> um, Minnie Spacey, Kevin Spacey. Yes. They'll go, yes. yes. Yes, but I suppose you didn't meet Kevin Spacey. I did not meet Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I met um, these uh, young, good-looking men would bring okay. 
Okay. okay. Yes, and I think the nurses had a few stories around that, that there was okay. always a, a... We won't go know. to the story of those men. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and anyway, it's all about the dogs and Minnie's. Yes, yeah, so was she... Minnie Spacey a good, well-behaved pet dog? She was, actually. She was really quiet. She would just stand there and have her vaccinations. And basically what I was doing for her was checking her over so she could get her vaccination pet passport so she could travel between like London and France and all that. Mm-hmm. So they have to get signed off. So she was a well-traveled doggy, better oh, than me wow, at the time. wow. Sounds like <laughs> what humans have to do soon with vaccine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's not new people. It's been out there for so long. <laughs> okay, so yeah. obviously there's um, Mini Spacey. Any other yeah. famous pets? Um, and the other one, but this will probably be uh, an obvious giveaway with the surname, even more than that one, um, was a Maltese called Daffodil and... Actually, no, her surname wasn't the more famous surname. She was listed under Martin. Okay. Mm. So her name was Daffodil mm. Martin. Ooh. And the her owners were um a singer and an actor. I think I think I might know. Have a guess. Is this Coldplay, Chris Martin? Yes. Oh, yep. yes. <laughs> and but really she was Gwyneth's dog, but that was when they were married. Ooh, still, when they were so. consciously coupled. <laughs> Exactly, when they were still together. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, and what was Devil Deal like? She was very sweet too, actually. She was a good girl. She yeah, had to good. stay in hospital for a bit. So I remember, oh. you know, we used to let her run around. This was during the night shift, you know, where you don't have lots of people coming and going. Mm. And, yeah, she was just like a little happy-go-lucky dog. And I was like, you know what, that's good. You're not like a bratty little dog, you know. You're not misbehaved or anything. You're not like those sometimes celebrities can get a bit uh, ahead of themselves. She wasn't like that at all. Okay, so. right, right, right. She was well-behaved. It sounds like she they're was. all well-behaved. So I'm curious to know, do any of these owners have any sort of funny or strange requests or demands? <laughs> well, not these celeb owners, but maybe some other owners. Oh. Um, there, well, there was this there's a story. I wasn't the recipient of it, but basically this either was a famous pet again or someone who – a pet who belonged to a very rich person, that they, we had to get a, a, a fecal or poo sample. And <laughs> so this arrived in like in a jar, of course, but yep. in like a Chanel shopping bag. Oh, my God. On a pillow in the chauffeur <laughs> to get delivered what? to us. A Chanel yeah. bag holding a poo sample on a <laughs> Chanel pillow or just any pillow? I don't know if it was a pillow. It was probably a, a silk pillow, though. It's like, ta-da, spotlight, this is precious poop. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, wow, do we also get the pillow and the shopping bag? Oh, <laughs> so, okay. So, mm, yeah. Funny, funny, funny. So it was, uh, that was interesting, but that was just because of where I was uh, practising at the time. It's like a – well, it was in London, so it was in Hampstead, which, as you know, it's a bit more of an, mm, bit more of an yeah. affluent area. Mm, yeah. So there were some kind of funny things that would come through like that, you know. It sounds yeah. like quite a memorable time. But I know now you're actually not working as a vet. You're in project management. So – Again, yeah. what made you transition? What were the re- reasons behind that decision? Yeah, I mean, I, trust me, I don't get as much job satisfaction being a PM as I do <laughs> when I was a vet. I don't have as many funny poo stories or anything. Oh, <laughs> so, it wouldn't be p- funny if it's on a human. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. If I saw it to you one day, Chris, there was this poo. No, I won't say that. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of like a. Um, a surprise change. It wasn't planned at all. And it, actually it was because you, if you remember me talking about, you know, in one of our first episodes, skincare, so I have eczema mm. and 
I'm basically allergic to some animals, which <gasps> oh. would then yeah, pose the question of why did I go and be a vet? But also, let's just say compared to Australia, London is, and you probably find this, it's a lot more polluted right yep. over here. And, you know, your skin and hair just don't do as well with the water and everything else. Yeah, so I found my eczema became kind of worse over here. Mm-hmm. And then I was just um, working, um, doing a lot of like night shifts, day shifts, and I think the stress contributed. Yeah. And, yeah, ended up kind of getting this like all over body rash. My face oh. kind of blew up. It was all red and swollen and oh, ended up going to hospital. So um, it wasn't great and kind of came to the point that the, the specialist said, you know, I think you're too high risk to kind of take off the medication. So oh. I'm afraid you might need to think about whether or not you can continue in this career. So oh you either risk your health, be a vet or stop. Yeah. That's not the yeah. kind of news we want to hear. And especially, you, you know, mm. in your calling, you really like animals. Yeah. So that must yeah. have been really hard. So so I'm yeah. assuming it didn't really cause any problems when you were working in Australia and it, this just came out of no. nowhere in London. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there there are some animals which I know I'm allergic to already, like, you know, like Sharpays. They've got that really short, spiky fur, okay. the ones that have like the purple tongue, oh, <laughs> the funny okay. looking wrinkly ones. So I already know there are some which I'll get a bit of a rash and stuff, but I just, you know, I can manage that. But this was totally unexpected. It just kind of almost came left of field. Mm. And like I said, I think it didn't help that kind of my working pattern and, and the stress because it was a the, the clinic I was working in, there was high demand clients, things like that. Yeah. They, they're all contributing factors. So it just got the better of oh. me. And yes, people say, oh, so you were like the vet allergic to pets. It's <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> all the spaces and all the mountains yeah. didn't help. <laughs> and no, the Chanel no, bags. No. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's a shame. So. so if you ever get a chance to become a vet again, would that be another career decision for you? Or do you think? that's still too high risk given what's happened before with your skin reactions. I never say never. I don't think that door's closed forever at all. And I think it might help as my mom or sister keep reminding me because they're still in Australia. They're like, you could just come home. You didn't have any problems back in Australia, which is true. So I think that might be a possible opportunity to do that again, but Mm. probably not while I'm here in London. Okay. Okay. Mm, Okay. Well, you know, it's still an open door, like you say, never say never. Yeah. yeah. So we, you know, you and I both moved to London, but I'm interested to hear what your reasons were. We might have different reasons. Oh, we might. But I, I have a feeling we have some common ones for sure, because I feel like most Aussies or Antipodeans always say, not doing it for the weather. Let's just get that straight out there. <laughs> because people go, oh, why would you come here? The weather's so bad. I'm like, I didn't mm-hmm. come for the weather. I definitely came for the opportunities to travel, mm-hmm. um, to be you know, because Australia is is an island on its own, so far removed, closest country yeah. is good couple of hours away, you know, and to cross Australia alone takes like five hours. Yeah. So you come to London, you can get to Paris in two hours on a train. Yes, exactly. It's just wild. Like it's just like great place to base yourself and then just go out from there. Yeah, just to give people some perspective as well, driving two hours in Sydney, you have just left Sydney. <laughs> you have barely reached the next city or town (laughs) so two hours to Paris is like a dream (laughs) yeah so that was my main reason it was like I've always wanted to kind of move somewhere else outside of Australia Mm -hmm. and UK was a great place because you know I'd only seen bits of Europe by then um, but I thought this would be a great window for me to be able to see a lot more of it Mm. yeah is that the same reasons why you came yeah and probably the career opportunity as well that 
there might be bigger things than in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever thought about moving back to Australia? And if you were to move back, where would you live? Because you've been, you know, you Mm. grew up in Brisbane and then you study in Sydney. What's home? I feel like you asked me where my loyalty lies. This is dangerous. (laughs) This is like a university debate. (laughs) Okay, I've got to be careful. Who's like, no. I mean, yeah, I would move back to Australia for sure because there are so many things out there that I still love. You know, yeah. um, as a, well, apart from the weather, it's the space, the lifestyle. Uh, you know, I like eating out and everything. And I don't think, oh, this makes me sound so old. I don't think I'm always going to be chasing this sort of, you know, I talked about the nightlife um, and things yeah. like that. I mean, London has so much to offer. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, I think I will move back there. Where? I don't know. Maybe maybe neither Sydney or Brisbane. Ooh, oh, right. Okay. Watch yeah. this space. Compromise. Any of other cities. Yeah, it could be like Alice Springs. I could be like right Oops, okay. in the middle. I wasn't expecting that. I thought maybe Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, I think that's more realistic. <laughs> so. Alice Springs, okay. All right. Well, different types of animals there for you to treat. Yeah, you can come visit. <laughs> in winter only, not in 40-something degrees heat. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, true. <laughs> so I know you met your husband in London, like how I met my husband in London. Mm. And I know, you know, for the sake of confidentiality, we're also going to call him Mr. Y. (laughs) Or would he prefer Mr. Double X or something? No, no, we can stick with the letter Y, that's safe. (laughs) But tell me, I don't think I ever actually know how you actually met him properly. Oh, good question. Um, In a restaurant, actually, like with friends. So, I mean, you know, obviously with a couple of other friends in our group, um, and I don't know if you remember um, Miranda Lee, who's moved back to Australia yep. since. Yeah. So actually, it was kind of through her because she sort of knew a group of people. And this is when we all were sort yep. of had first moved over. And she invited me along, obviously, to try and widen the social circle and meet new people. And yeah, he was he was there. And um, strangely enough, and I know you know this, but you know, for people listening, is Mr. X, um, your hubby, Mr. Y, my guy. He based they basically had like. I was going to say a love affair already going. Bromance, bromance, bromance. I was going to say bromance. Yeah, I don't want to misconstrue that. But, um, yeah, which is that's so strange that they had known each other before we had even met them. But we like, knew each we other knew too them. from Sydney. So yeah. Isn't yeah. that such a small world? Yeah, exactly. So, so what, what was your first impression of Mr. Y? And did that change as you got to know him better? Um, It was a funny impression because. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I say that seriously, but I use the word funny because he thought I was annoyed with him that evening because, you know, like, again, it was like, I think there was six of us, I can't quite remember, but, you know, again, you're like, oh, hey, nice to meet you, we're all from Australia, let's get each other's numbers so we can hang out mm. and stuff. Um, but just the way the timing was that night, I never asked or got his number, um, but I managed to get everyone else's and then because I think we were leaving the restaurant at that um, point. And then it started raining down and because we were all standing outside, obviously we were trying to be like, oh, okay, better better go, better go. And so I remember he told me later that he goes, oh, I thought you didn't like me or that you annoyed at me because I was teasing you about being from Queensland, from Brisbane, because <laughs> <laughs> he's from Sydney, you know, and of course that's superior. So he was like, yeah, I thought I kind of took the teasing a little bit too far and then that's why oh, you didn't ask for my number. You hurt his yeah. feelings, did you? <laughs> yeah. So actually the first impressions were 
clearly <laughs> a bit dicey initially. So, but yeah, that obviously changed, you know. Mm, so. Okay, it's all worked out, obviously. Yeah, yeah I've got his number now, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope you do. <laughs> got it through Mr. X. <laughs> Did you? No, <laughs> that would be really funny. No, I didn't know, I didn't know Mr. X then. <laughs> I was just like, really? You didn't tell me that one. <laughs> No, we can thank social media and Facebook and stuff like that <laughs> for connecting people. Oh, yes. Back yeah. then when it was still good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I thought what would be interesting for people to know you better, actually for me to get to know you a little bit better as well, is to give you a bit of a series of questions. Oh, wasn't those a series of questions already? <laughs> oh, no, no. These are like quick fire round of which you oh, rather questions. Yeah. So these are which you rather questions and, you know, they will have two mm. options. You can you can tell me which one of those options or you can provide an alternative. Okay. Understood. Yes. Okay. Let's okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather tea or coffee? Tea. Winter or summer? Summer. Slip in or get up early? Sleep in. <laughs> I felt like I needed to change my responses or something. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Introverted or extroverted? Uh, me, I'd say extroverted. Okay. Thrillers or rom-com? Uh, thrillers. Okay. And favourite movie then? <laughs> oh, uh, my favourite movie is actually Clue, like based on the game Cluedo. Oh, it's, well, I guess it's thrillers. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely not rom com. Let's just say. <laughs> okay, yeah. bungee jumping or skydiving? Skydiving. Okay, this might be a trick question. Brisbane or Sydney? Oh, okay, Brisbane, because I'm definitely loyal to Brisbane. Okay, loyalty, loyalty. Mascara or lipstick? Oh man. Mm. Okay, I'll go lipstick because my my lips aren't naturally very pink. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would you rather only use chopsticks or fork for the rest of your life? Chopsticks. <laughs> I think you can do more with chopsticks than you can with a fork. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Mm, would you rather read minds or accurately predict the future? Read minds. Read minds. Mm, accurately predict the future? Mm. No, I don't think I want to know. I don't oh, know. Okay. No, I say read minds. Okay, I can't change okay. my mind. You have to go yeah. with what you come from. I have to go with my first. Yeah. Go. Balenciaga or Givenchy? Balenciaga. Oh, I thought you might go for Givenchy. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. Ta-da, surprise. the fashion mystery you are. Okay, okay. I have more questions, but these are, you know, more scenario-based type thing. Mm-hmm. You're being whisked off to a desert island. What would you grab? Uh, sunscreen? <laughs> no, I'm worried about getting really sunburned on this desert <laughs> island, man. And water. But you're on an island. <laughs> yeah, but I can't drink that water probably. I'll probably water. dehydrate me. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd take my sunscreen. Wait, how many things can I take? Because I can take five things. Oh, five things, is it? What, anything? Oh, well, sunscreen yeah, and water. And I'll. <laughs> no, Mr. White. I, take... can... <laughs> I was going to say, can I, take... can I take my friends? Does it count as one thing? Oh, you can can't. take 
friends. There's no rules. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. That could be a hundred people there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say friends and family because I'm ex- I'm expecting him on this desert island for the rest of my life. Oh so my God. you can't move your whole life on the desert island. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought I was being stranded there. <laughs> Oh, in that case, if it's just a week holiday, then that's fine. No. Okay, um, okay, okay, let's narrow it down. Sunscreen, water, water. family and friends. Yeah, or yeah, all friends. Okay, oh, okay, yeah. so that's three. Oh, can I take my pet? Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and can I take uh well, is there any food on this island? Do there I will need to be take food. food? No, you don't have to it's not a survival. <laughs> That's what it feels like. I was like, oh, my gosh. That's why you, you didn't pick accurately predict the future. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and, oh, man, but then okay. I, I would have said, like, um, music or something. But okay. Anyway. Mm, okay. I don't want to bring a TV. I feel like that's too, like, obvious, like, oh, you just use internet or something. Yeah, no, no, that defeats the purpose, right, being re- remote. But what kind of music? Oh, like, kind of like dance or reggae something fun because i'm imagining this to be like a party on the island that's why Mm, okay cool yeah and another one if you have a time machine and you can time travel either back to the past or into the future where would you Mm -hmm. land which year what location and why (laughs) well since i can't accurately predict the future (laughs) i can only read minds I don't know what year in the future I'd pick, so I'm going to go the past, okay. to be fair, because I'm quite intrigued because that's history, right? So I'd probably actually pick the um, 1920s, oh, I think. okay. Like the Fulbright year kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. A lot of that's derived from the fashion, <laughs> but fashion. actually I think that just seems like a time where there was I'm almost like the hippie era, but kind of like where there's no hold bars on anything particularly much. Um, there just seemed to be a lot about the – the party night life and and like I said the fashion was really really nice back then so I think mm-hmm. I just want to kind of delve into that and experience it right I'm imagining kind of great Gatsby type yeah parties dresses yeah. and people I guess for women must be quite liberating at the time because they yeah exactly they've been yeah. removed from all the restri- not all the restrictions but maybe some of the restrictions during a lot of it, yeah. Time, yeah yeah that's what it felt like it was almost one of those kind of carefree type of areas but yeah great Gatsby style how awesome would that be oh. And this one, it's imagine you're from the past, like way, way, way past, wherever. And you have time traveled and you landed in the year 2020, the year we just had. Okay. (laughs) Which (laughs) would you find more strange? People wearing a face mask everywhere or all the streets and shops are deserted? Oh, all the streets and shops deserted. Okay. I I think because that would be. I'd, I almost think has the world ended type thing. Yes. Yeah. That's what yeah, that's, I would that, think. Yeah, that would freak me out a lot more because you would. You'd be landing there expecting to see people. Okay, they're wearing masks. You'd probably think that must be a future thing. But no people? Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Something has happened. Yep. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Because I was like, yeah. Okay. And your interrogation is over. <laughs> oh, right. I was going to say, <laughs> that how did it. I do it in the past? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, and relax again. Yeah, and I was I was thinking, all right, let's hear these quick fires. Okay, and then these would you rather scenarios. I was like, I thought you were gonna say something, would you rather have like a, a big nose with warts all over it? Or would you rather have bad breath, you know, and I'd be like, Oh no, that was a bit of fun. But I'm curious actually, what would would you travel to the future or the past then? Mm, probably the past. And what would you pick? I've always 
been interested about Victorian era, but I don't think I would land in England. I'm curious about ancient China mm. because yeah, yeah. in the early, so the last dynasty ruled for three hundred years. I'm curious what's happened before they lost all the power and then surrendered to the Victorians and gave the yeah. lands away. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I don't think I'd want to land in like, uh, you know, UK or anything. Mm. But it was if you landed in that era and then they expected you to bind your feet. <laughs> oh, well, that's only for a wealthy family. I'm not expecting to get yeah, into Yeah, but the- you, could, you could land and become, you might be like part of that wealthy family or the royalty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I haven't thought all the details of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't predict the future for you. <laughs> I can only read your mind. <laughs> oh no! Okay, I have to reassess about the foot binding bit. Then. <laughs> yeah, now we're now we're thinking too deep, as you said, aren't we? Yeah. Okay, we'll reel it back a bit. Now that was fun. Yeah, I hope you know a bit more about me. Yeah, now you know I put, I'd pick Balenciaga over Givenchy. Very D and M. There, there was a reason for that, though. <laughs> Oh, go on. What was the because reason? Because when we went to um, Paris for a weekend, you got a bag from Givenchy. You were like, I'm going yeah. to Givenchy. I had a list to hit up. And I'm like, oh, right, okay, cool. Well, she's a Givenchy girl. Oh, there you go. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Things have changed. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, awesome. that was good. And I'm glad mm-hmm. you enjoyed it. And you knew mm-hmm. where to travel to. Yep, yep. I'll see you. Oh, you're going further back in the past. So I'll meet you in the future. <laughs> like now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. No, thanks for all the questions. Like I said, I'm I'm glad I passed that one okay. I feel very relieved. <laughs> There's no right or right answers. See you next time. True. <laughs> I'll speak to you later. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, The Catch Up with Amanda and Christina, to get the latest episodes. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcast apps. Give us a five-star review if you enjoyed our podcast and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at catchup underscore pod. We would love to hear from you, so leave those comments.